rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore Travel PT at ariusmedical.com. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. NPTE StudyCast. Welcome to NPTE StudyCast. Kayla Black is on the show. Kayla, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Jimmy. What are we covering today? Doing some more cardiopulmonary work for the NPTE. What's uh, what's the topic of the day? Cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis. All right, where do we start? How do we describe the pathology briefly? Cystic fibrosis, often referred to as CS, is a progressive genetic disorder impacting the cystic fibrosis transmembrane conductance regulator gene that causes the CFTR protein to malfunction or not be made at all, leading to thick, dehydrated, and hyperviscous mucus, causing persistent lung infection, destruction of the pancreas. The lungs are the organ that are primarily affected, and respiratory failure is the primary cause of death in individuals with CS. Anatomy. All right, that's a look at CF, big picture. What's involved? You mentioned genes and lungs, I'm guessing, is where we're going to focus. Yes, so cystic fibrosis is an autosomal recessive disease. So a child must inherit the defective gene from both parents. The type and severity of symptoms varies greatly um, among individuals with CF. Uh, Despite being well known for its impact on the pulmonary system, there's also significant involvement of the gastrointestinal, reproductive, and musculoskeletal system. In the lungs, the mucociliary escalator has a difficult time moving those thick, sticky mucus out. This creates an environment where bacteria grow and thrive and causes chronic infections. Inflammation and thick mucus obstruct the airways, making it difficult to breathe and cause frequent coughing. The pancreas is affected in most patients as digestive enzymes are blocked from being secreted from the digestive tract. Other GI-related pathologies include gastroesophageal reflux, distal intestinal obstructive syndrome, and liver disease. Low bone mineral density, muscular weakness, postural changes, and musculoskeletal pain are also common. The most common symptoms associated with CF are salty-tasting skin, persistent coughing, sometimes with phlegm, which is the mucus that comes from our lungs, frequent lung infections like pneumonia or bronchitis, wheezing, shortness of breath, poor growth or weight gain despite a good appetite, frequent greasy, bulky stools, or difficulty having bowel movements, nasal polyps, chronic sinus infections, clubbing or enlargement of the fingertips and toes, rectal prolapse, and male infertility. Special tests. What are we looking at in terms of tests to prove or disprove? I don't think PTs are running these tests, but they're always good to know on how things are ruled in and ruled out. Yes, so PTs will not be doing these tests. Um, A newborn screening done within the first 24 to 48 hours of birth via a heel prick identifies a number of possible health conditions. CF is one of those conditions that's included, and if there's an abnormal finding in that, there will be a confirmatory test ordered. The gold standard for diagnosis is this wet chloride test, sometimes called the sweat test, which tests for abnormal chloride levels. Differential diagnosis. All right, so differential diagnosis, probably not coming into play here since there's a, a screening test, right, with uh, with PT and cystic fibrosis? Yeah, so I wouldn't expect there to be any differential diagnosis related to CF. There are some other genetic disorders that may present with similar complications related to the, to the lungs and the pulmonary system. Um, these conditions and CF also lead to bronchiectasis, which is the permanent dilation and obstruction of the bronchi. I think the important piece to know to recognize the multi-system involvement with CF. Yeah, a lot of different systems coming into play. Treatment examples. Treatment examples. This is where PTs do come into play with individuals with cystic fibrosis. Where do we start with some treatment examples there? Where do PTs come into play? Well, there are a lot of things that PTs can do for individuals with cystic fibrosis. It's a really complex disease, and it's recommended that people with CF get multi 
multidisciplinary healthcare from a CF center. The interventions specifically related to physical therapy are going to depend on someone's age and the severity of their disease with, with cystic fibrosis. Airway clearance interventions will be utilized at all ages, kind of the cornerstone of the management of the disease process, that with all the other medications that they take. But this could include postural drainage with percussion, shaking, vibration, using the positive expiratory pressure devices. Um, the most commonly used is the acapella and the aerobica, the high-frequency chest wall oscillation, so with what we think of as the vest. Techniques like active cycle of breathing, autogenic drainage, and the forced expiratory technique, which we usually call the HUF. So both endurance and resistance training are important for this population for all the reasons it's good for everyone else. But specifically, aerobic exercise can serve as a form of airway clearance. And resistance training can help address muscular weakness that's related to deconditioning um, and abnormal skeletal muscle metabolism that we know these patients have really important for you as a physical therapist or physical therapy student to be aware of that individual's nutritional status and what their nutritional intake is when you're prescribing an exercise program. So that would be a good time for you to collaborate with the patient's dietitian. Additionally, you may provide specific stretching and strengthening interventions to improve posture from the traditional trunk flexion, rounded shoulder, forward head posture that's common in this population from chronic coughing. Also related to that chronic coughing, some people may suffer from urinary incontinence and they benefit from interventions to functionally strengthen the pelvic floor. As someone with CF disease progresses, you may need to modify any exercise program based on other medical conditions such as the CF-related diabetes or osteoporosis. As lung function declines, patients will require oxygen for exercise and eventually even at rest. Uh, when exercising, SpO2 should remain greater than or equal to 90% to decrease the risk for pulmonary hypertension and or core pulmonology. Here's your example question. All right, everybody's favorite section of the uh, the episodes, the sample question. Uh, how might this appear on the NPTE? Uh, so from my standpoint, I think it would probably pre be presented related to interventions specific to the cystic fibrosis population. So here's my question. A physical therapist performing percussion and vibration interventions on a patient with cystic fibrosis and gastroesophageal reflux should avoid which postural drainage position? A, prone, B, supine, C, Trendelenburg, and B, left sideline. All right, and I'll put in some, uh, some music to let people think. And out of prone, supine, Trendelenburg, or left sideline, What's the right answer and why? The correct answer is Trendelenburg. So this position specifically in people with CF and GERD can cause aspiration of gastric contents into the lungs, which can worsen their condition. And cystic fibrosis, people that have GERD specifically, we avoid that head down positioning because we know that it doesn't benefit them anymore. Excellent. That's a look at CF for the NPTE and being added more and more are free flashcards to be downloaded. Check out aureusmedical.com slash NPTE Studycast. Kayla, appreciate your time taking a look inside CF with us. Thank you, Jimmy. NPTE Studycast. Brewed by the PT Pinecast. Download free study guides now at ariusmedical.com slash NPTE studycast. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com slash NPTE studycast. Rewarding careers, experiences of a lifetime. Explore travel PT at ariusmedical.com. <laughs>